Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of SUG Talks, the official podcasts of the UK and Ireland SAP user group. I'm Craig Dale, your host, and together with our special guests, we'll take a deep dive into the topics, challenges and opportunities facing SAP users today. Please make sure you subscribe so you never miss another episode. I'm delighted today to be joined by Rachel Morris, the IT International Business Partner at Boeing UK Limited. And many moons ago, Rachel also volunteered with the user group and chaired our Project Systems Special Interest Group. And also Richard Symes, Head of ERP at British Council, who also co-chairs the UK and Ireland SAP User Group Supply Chain Management Special Interest Group. So welcome to you both. And today we'll be taking a close look at the challenge around keeping up to date with the varied offerings and developments of SAP software. But before we do that, I was having a conversation yesterday about what we're going to do uh, after lockdown and what are the first things we're thinking about and looking forward to. And it got me dreaming about going back to the pub with friends, having a couple of beers, great conversation, and of course, snacks. My favourite snacks are a packet of crisps and I, I love the Thai sweet chicken, just seems to go so well with a pint. What is your favourite pub snack and flavour? So I'm going to start with you, Rachel. What a question. Talking about the pub, that's just seems like years ago, but I just can't <laughs> wait to go back to the pub. Uh, I think really for myself, one of my favourite pubs, which hasn't opened at all for nearly a year now, um, wow. actually did a beautiful selection of peanuts. Uh, various flavours, but the hot and spicy uh, definitely go very well with a nice pint of lager. And that is what I'm really missing now. I've done a lot of gin through lockdown, but now it's a proper pulled draft pint of lager and some spicy nuts. I, I, I must admit, you know, d despite the, the selection you can get for home, that, that draft pint is, is just something so special, isn't it? And, and Richard, where are you? I'm I'm more on a sort of simpler end than, than too spicy. I like spicy, but one of my favourite snacks is just a packet of plain crisps, and the the other one I have a penchant for is um, pork scratchlings, but depends on the brand, and all that kind of stuff. And bitter for me, bitter for me. But looking forward to that. We'll be able to sit outside soon anyway, soon enough. We we will. We will indeed, and of pork scratchings, when you get into them and you get one that looks almost like a pork chop, you think you've just won the lottery, don't you? Okay, well, th thank you very much for those insights. And, you know, and now mo moving on to uh, perhaps more mundane matters and dreaming about the pub. Uh, we we're living in a, in a very fast-moving world. And as Heraclitus said many years ago, the, the only constant is change. The world of SAP is no different. Uh, in fact, it seems that the SAP world changes at an ever faster rate with new offerings, acquisitions, and of course, many in the SAP world will know product name changes. So how can you keep abreast of the varied offerings uh, and continual developments of SAP software? During this discussion, we're hoping to shine a light on that for you. And I'd just like to start with you, Richard. Uh, how much of a challenge is it to keep up to date with the varied offerings and developments in the world of SAP? 
I think it's a big challenge, Craig. Um, last week, I attended the Rise with SAP online discussion of the user group. And one of the people from SAP described Rise as a jigsaw. I thought about this, and while it's a good metaphor for perhaps Rise on its own, I think the word jigsaw is just too little to cover all the broad and varied offerings from SAP. If I think about it, trying to keep up, it's like putting a, a jigsaw puzzle together, but on a very large table in, in your kitchen or dining room. And the, and the jigsaw is actually impossible to complete. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's the same, even if you work for SAP itself, because I, I, I've talked to people and they have difficulty keeping up. I think you have to accept this. I think once you understand quite a lot about SAP, you realize you'll never understand everything about it. And in the jigsaw of the offerings and developments of SAP software, there aren't defined straight edges to start the assembly from. You know, the edges can be blurred, the zones can go out. The table you've got isn't going to be big enough to put all the pieces on, or if it is big enough, you can't see all of them all. And the real, I think one of the real difficulties is the box cover. You don't get a clear box cover. You, you might think you know how the pieces all fit and you're looking at the box cover and then you get the rebranding and the renaming and the acquisition of new companies. And it's not just SAP as well, it's the partners. They launch or modify their own third party applications. And a lot of the possible pieces can come from partners. And then to make it worse, I think sometimes SAP sort of opens your back door, sends in a gusty wind, blows a few pieces <laughs> off the table that you've been assembling and chucks a few more. And you're like, what happened just then? And then there's the difference between ECC and you sort of understand the ECC version of ERP, but S4 is a different version. And you've got all these connections. So I think it is difficult. And like a lot of things in life, you've got to focus your time and energy. You sort of have to choose and decide which parts of the complex jigsaw puzzle you want to become knowledgeable about and work on keeping up with pieces that are added, ended, refined, superseded. And you, you have to work on that to do it. Thank you. I think that is a, an excellent uh, analogy of the world of SAP and how it ever changes. And I do like that gust of wind coming in and blowing your jigsaw halfway across the kitchen and then getting different pieces and trying to make up the picture yourself that's ever changing. So uh, I mean, that, that does paint uh, quite a picture of uh, the, the world in which we're living in with SAP. So I'd just like to come to, to you, Rachel, if I may, and you know, what, what sources of information do you use to keep up to date? I mean, I can completely agree with what Richard said. There's definitely some pieces of my jigsaw that are probably down the back of the sofa or on the floor hiding somewhere. Um, <laughs> but and I, when I first thought about this, I was thinking, well, I, do I keep up with what's going on in SAP? And, and it, I sort of went into a bit of a panic of perhaps I'm not doing enough, you know, what, and then actually sat back. And I think because it has been so long since I've been involved with SAP, it's now almost like second nature. And the biggest thing that I've learned to do is filter. So whether it's Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, 
all of those things, it's learning to read the headline and then looking to filter that. Is that appropriate for me? Is that my version? Is that where my business is going? And then even after that, having to filter down, I looked at some of the rise things that that are sort of most prominent at the moment, you know, the last couple of weeks, looked at it, got the headline. And really that was from SAP News. They do a very good newsletter. And then filtered out the fact that it wasn't my responsibility in my organization. So I need to know what it is, but I don't need to know the, any details on that. And then looking back over the past, absolutely, that I've been involved with the, you know, with the user group for so many years now. And I can remember going to that first user group and thinking, I know, this was when it was face to face, you know, what do I wear? Who's going to be there? Do I know anything about SAP? Am I going to be completely out of my depth? Being so nervous. But actually, once you get there, realizing that everybody's in that same boat with you and you've got a lot more knowledge than you realize you have. And it's only when you do start having a chat with somebody and that chat starts literally with what was the traffic like on the motorway? Where did you come from? Have you come north, south? Those things are so important. And so that networking at those groups was great for me, especially all those years ago. And then you do realize as well that you can share and you can help people in exactly the same way as they can help you. The user groups with the SAP reps attending as well, always be exceptionally nice to the reps. <laughs> I've had uh, still got communication and first line contact to some of the people that actually work for SAP. That's invaluable to keep up with what's going on. Um, and again, now I think I do use more uh, Facebook. Yes, I'm starting to use Twitter more. And I think now that the pandemic, I was interested in in one of the podcasts you previously did. And somebody said that we'd taken a five year accelerated jump into this technological world that we're now working in with the um, Zoom meetings, everything being remote and online. We've made a massive jump towards that and now doing the interest groups with you know, with with Zoom, with the coffee mornings, those things have actually worked. I, I, I'm not a lover of having my video on the, on the screen in front of me, but actually it does. You forget how you've missed people. It's nice to see people's faces. It's nice to see them smiling. And, and you also then know if people are understanding what you're saying. If you're just talking to a, a blank screen, it doesn't work. So I think definitely the user group for me is my massive number one of how I keep up to date and up to date with what's important to me as well. Again, filtering out all of the noise behind that. Oh, thank you. I quite like the, the filtering element. It's almost like, you know, sometimes you just know you, you switch, switch on and the light comes on. You don't have to understand why it comes on you know what you need to dig into and what you don't I, I i do like that sorry for the interruption and we hope you are enjoying this podcast if you're not a member and would like to make your job easier whilst ensuring your company gets the best value from its investment in sap come and join the uk and ireland sap user group a community with over seven thousand sap customers for more information and a special offer for our podcast listeners, please visit our website at www.sapusers.org forward slash pod or email support at sapusers.org. Thank you. So Richard, back to you now and you know how do you keep up with the 
with the information to try and put your jigsaw together? Well, I, I use some of what Rachel talks about filtering. I sign up for lots of newsletters. I always read the SAP Flash headline every week, uh, but there are the security, you know, enterprise support, um, training, all kinds of that. I sign up for things with the user group um, and also with the American SAP user group that because I'm a member of the UK and Ireland SAP user group, I can sign up for their offerings and communications and they do some communications each week and I read some of those so I get some insights from that. I think what Rachel talks about, you know, in terms of the networking groups, they, they are definitely some of the key things for me um, and getting to know people at SAP. There's there's a, a favourite group of mine, just shout out to them on, in the Sunday afternoon workshops that I've been to a couple of times at the user group conference uh, that do application lifecycle management, three or four people. And they, they just have a knack of unpacking all of the different tools that might go take you from where you are to S4 or other things you can look at in your in your system. And from, from those workshops, I've kind of worked out what to do, you know, in, in what order. There was also, I mean, there has been online, but there was, a, there was an excellent special interest group meeting about this time last year in Warrington, um, hosted by Resulting IT. And there was over 50 people attended. And you go to these things and you kind of pick stuff up. It was there that I learned there's a private cloud between public cloud and on-premise. Um, there was a group from Pilkington there talking about their S4 in-house project and how their team had had to unlearn things about um, SAP access because they were trying to apply uh, the classic SAP access to the S4 system and do that with Fury. And I think one guy said, you know, one of the people decided he'd create 50 Fury apps for 50 SAP transactions. You know, and it was a bit of a joke. But it's those it's those kind of it's those kind of insights, um, and it's been more difficult with the um, virtual events. But they've started some coffee mornings and, and user groups, so definitely some of those. Um, I think as well, I was I was dead lucky one six years ago. I went to a SAP licensing workshop with Ray Wang at one of the user groups, and some of the lessons from that have remained with me since then like pay when you pay when used when you're negotiating sap licenses not buy everything all at once no oh, excellent thank you and I, I i quite like what what came through from both of you there was that that community element as well and being involved in the community and gaining insights and relationships building in that community one of the things i use as well i don't know whether you 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 do is i use google alerts uh, so I have a number of alerts set up, i.e. SAP, and what that does on a daily basis, it sends me an email with all the headlines in the press that contains SAP. Uh, I find that quite good, and again, like Rachel, it's good to filter out what do I need to know, what do I not need to know, especially when it's uh, maple syrup season in uh, the US uh, because <laughs> you get a lot covering the maple syrup sap uh, that, that that comes through so over those that, that period of a few weeks it's just mainly about uh, making maple syrup so that could be another string to the bow we look at but yeah I, I do find that quite good 
you know, you can put in searches there for, for specific items. You know, if you wanted to look specifically S4 HANA or something, you could do that. Uh, but that, that, that's another element. And uh, lots, lots of things you discussed there, uh, very, very useful. And what I'd like to do is just dig a little bit deeper into how the, the user group, uh, how our user group can help you in this and how it does help you in this and also the different levels of involvement perhaps so Richard can you just expand a, a little bit on you know how you find information through the user group? I think you've mentioned special interest groups conference workshops uh, anything yeah else? I mean I, I sign I, I sign up I decide as Rachel says you filter so I tick the things I'm interested in and I get mailings about events I read the, the newsletters, um, you know, that come out and some of the events, I'll look at them and think uh, I'm not interested, but it's a good way of finding out some some new things that, that come up. Um, uh, I, as a volunteer, I get the benefit of having connections with the other volunteers, which I didn't sort of, I mean, I, I went to the user group conferences for many years, but wasn't a volunteer. But I remember having a conversation about when do you use payroll with the person that was, you know, the volunteer on on that area of SAP. And he gave me a very good answer that I could take back to my my company and say, this is when it's appropriate to use payroll in SAP. And this is when it's not. And that was about levels of, uh, uh, you know, like people, number of people per country, um, for example. Um, so, so chatting with the, the other things, I, I get quite a lot, it's much harder with the online, but at the conferences I always make a point of going and having a chat with most of the vendors or the ones that interest me, even to the point where I will not go, I think it's, there's normally a session late on one of the mornings that I duck out of, so I get the vendor hall to myself virtually. Um, you just sort of network with, with, with going to conferences quite a lot or you sort of have the same group of people, I'm sure Rachel will identify with this, where you, you meet people you know, you chat, you exchange some things you've heard, you pick up some other things, and also the people on, on the SAP stand are very helpful at the conferences. You just have the way to sort of join up a bit of picture that you didn't have before the conference or before the event. I think you're right, Richard. I think being curious at those events is quite amazing, and, and I've always been amazed by how um, you know I work in a, in a manufacturing aerospace and defense industry but how I can have in common SAP functionality with somebody who's baking bread and and it's you the, just it's the beauty uh, it's the beauty it, of the software absolutely and I think the fact again coming back to the fact that we're all in the same boat we uh, personalities across the business go if you talk to somebody engineers are engineers finance people are finance people but we all come together with SAP as a common interest and I think we all can see as well I think uh, I was thinking back to all of the special interest groups that I'd attended and I can't remember anybody being there who didn't actually like SAP everybody wants it to work everybody 
has hand on heart, everybody would love that vanilla SAP. They'd love, you know, and I think it's the more you have to do with SAP, the more you, you, you might see it on an advertising billboard for the Formula One and things like that. And even my husband now is going, look, look, that's, that's SAP, that's SAP. But it's, even he's now curious, what do they do? And then the fact that, you know, that also they do things for conservation, you know, looking at tracking elephants and, you know, all these things, I, it still blows my mind, which is why do I keep up with what's going on with SAP? No, I don't. I can't. I couldn't possibly. Again, my jigsaw puzzle and the size of my table, <laughs> um, my brain just just couldn't. But it does amaze me how much there is out there and how many sources there are. I should be going to look at Google Alerts <laughs> when I finish this call. I, I, I was I was lucky enough one year, um, thanks to a previous boss, Neil, to go to Sapphire. That was in 2010, which was like on another level of a, an SAP show. That was a week, and I learned a lot from that. And some things, I've, I've still kept some of those sessions in my mind. One thing I do, because I've been to that, and it's like a tip, every year there are keynotes at Sapphire Orlando, and they're the biggest keynotes of the year. Um, and it might be Hasso or whoever the chief exec is, or they've got various things. I always make a point of listening to those, just the few from the really big, big cheeses of SAP, because that's when they tell you, you, you kind of get some idea of where the organization's going. So that was one I was thinking when I was coming to do this podcast. Yeah, we're, we're without a doubt. Uh, and, you know, we, we've got Sapphire will be coming up in May, June time this year. Uh, I think it's early June. It will be online. Uh, so everything's available. But I, I agree with you, Richard. If you can't be there in person, the keynotes are very, very useful to look at that high level strategy. And lots of uh, mentions there of, of the user group conference, which should be taking place face to face this year at the end of November. So uh, hopefully uh, we, we will see everybody there and, and you know, be able to deliver a, a, a safe and fantastic conference. And as we're kind of looking at all these different elements, there's, there's so many different ways to, to keep up to date. And I really liked what you said there, Rachel, of being curious, you know, be curious, ask questions, look and, and find. Uh, I, I do like that. And it, it's that curiosity and, you know, asking questions. You know, you mentioned the, the, the partners, Richard, you, you've mentioned other members, you've mentioned SAP uh, experts that attend the events. And also we've touched on the online elements such as newsletters, uh, Google Alerts, uh, and so on and so forth. And we, we are coming uh, to, to the end of uh, our recording now. So all I would do is just like to, to finish off with just one tip from each of you on even though we may not be able to complete our jigsaw, how can our listeners try and keep up to date as much as possible in the world of SAP? And I'll start with you, Richard. Top tip, I think, um, and I hope I'm not stealing the, your top tip, Rachel. Um, uh, I, I think you, you, you pick an area to focus and you do some work in that area and you try and build a network. We, we didn't mention, I mean, we've mentioned a few things, but 
sometimes you find a really good consultant I've got one or two of those I don't mean an SAP consultant you know that can be very helpful but you find an area you poke around in it you probe it you understand it um, even play around in the system if you can do experiment engage with it that's the key thing for me thank you and finally to finish us off Rachel uh, yeah I agree with what again with Richard and, and I've been lucky enough to work with consultants from all over the world, um, watch them, learn from them. But amazingly, you can also teach them every now and again, there's something you know that they don't. Uh, but my top tip, it would be filtering. And I would just say it, it takes you back to your school, school days. No question is a silly question. And what you know, somebody else will want to know so so share it i think is is my top tip thank you very much rachel richard thank you so much for your time and for your insights and thank you all for listening uh, if you'd like more information on the user group please visit www.sapusers.org uh, we hope you enjoyed the conversation and found it valuable so until the next time stay safe stay well and keep washing your hands.